All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Exposure Runs the Podcast. I'm your host, Mustafa. Today we have up here the head basketball coach of HF, Homewood Flossmore. Welcome, uh, Coach Jameer. How do you pronounce your last name? Dismukes. Dismukes. I thought so. I just ain't want to butcher it. So, Coach Jameer Dismukes, who has a pretty lengthy... Uh, I'd say pretty lengthy uh, rap sheet. We'll call it. We'll call it your basketball rap sheet. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's all dope. right. Cool. So we're gonna say like graduate of Rich East High School. Yep. All conference. Yep. Okay. Played at UW Parkside. Sixteen starts. Yep. Oh, I did my homework. I see. I did my I motherfucker see. homework. Oh, this ain't just no hood I shit. See. I'm not done though. I like it. I'm not done. Go ahead. Okay, I can keep going. Yeah. Go okay. Ahead. All right. Give me break. All right. Played at Blackhawk. <laughs> College, yep. ranked top 50th in assist, number 42 to be exact. Okay. Okay. That's correct. In the country. In the country. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can keep going? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Like cool. <laughs> All right. Played at Chicago State. Yeah. Was the 2012 2013 All GWC, and I had to look that up. Yep. George William Conference, yep. honorable mention. Yep. 2012 and 2013 CSU Scholar Athlete. Yep. All right. Ended up becoming the head assistant coach for Blackhawk uh, College, correct? Yep. Assistant coach at Indian Hills, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Became, now Now here's where I get a little dicey, I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Did you start your head coaching career at High Park? At Rich East. At Rich East. Yep. Okay, okay, so that's the yep. one thing I missed. So I apologize yep. about also, that. Also, also, uh, you know, I spent two years uh, in Florida at Victory Rock with uh, Lauren Jackson. No, I didn't. Yeah. Shout out to Lauren because yeah. he reached out to me years ago about Xavier. And I, he is a Maris legend. Yes, he is. Oh, I know this motherfucking history yes. around here, cuz. I see. Don't I let see. this Philly shit fool you. I see, yeah. I do my homework yeah. on y'all. If I'm going to have y'all up here, I want y'all to know I take this shit seriously. I love it. But I wasn't done. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, I'm my sorry. bad. I wasn't done. I'm sorry. So I missed the Rich East head coaching yep. but you became the head coach of high park that's why i first kind of knew of you because mm-hmm. that's where ray ended up going his freshman year mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. spent the <laughs> when i when i typed this i kind of chuckled yep. spent a few days at rich <laughs> rich township <laughs> at rich township like you know it's like a few week days. Like, it was like two months it was like two months okay two months yeah, yeah, all right yeah, but yeah. I, but it sounded better when it say two yeah. days <laughs> so spent a few days <laughs> yeah no doubt and then eventually became the head coach of hf yep and you uh, on the AAU circuit, you coach Team Rose. Yep. And now you're the head coach of Mean Streets. Yep. Sixteen U. Yeah. Sixteen U. Did I miss anything? Um. Before I went to Indian Hills, I was actually the graduate assistant at Georgia State University with Ron Hunter and Ray McCollum. Really? Yeah. So I missed that. Yeah, so were, and that's I mean, you. you wouldn't really know that because. Um, they were paying for my masters and everything. Okay, uh, okay, okay. In Indian Hills, they kind of offered me a little bit more. And at that time, I... Hey, I, money talks. Yeah, Bullshit walks. Yeah, I had to take it. It is uh, what it is. And they, But they understood that, though. I mean, Ron Hunter, Ray McCollum, like, when I went into their office and told them, like, they, they were... Yeah, yeah like, you got to take that. Yeah, because it's Indian Hills. Right. You know? Okay, all right. Yeah. So, I feel like... I feel like... You know, when we have the uh, first of all, I want the coaches to know that I, I take very seriously what y'all do in your profession in terms of coaching, but also into the mentorship and, you know, kind of dealing with the kids and, you know, their stuff. Da, da, da. So I, at the very least, I think I, my way of kind of paying it forward or like saying thank you is at the very least. I need to come correct with, with your background and this, <clears throat> the stuff that y'all been successful at doing. Yeah, no doubt. I appreciate that, yeah. too, because I, I feel like it makes. Uh, the person whoever sitting in this red seat a little more comfortable, mm-hmm. like because it's like uh, you you actually took the time to you know do your homework. So we got to make sure we're giving you our you 
know, our best and our honest answer. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Before I jump into the questions, and it's something I, <clears throat> you're actually the first person I'm doing this with, and I haven't done it in the past unless it kind of segued into a question or they kind of brought it up on their own. But I do want to ask, like, <clears throat> just kind of talking about the Exposure Runs platform, can you kind of talk a little bit about what we've created and your thoughts overall on it? Oh, man, I thought it was dope. I think it's dope. Uh, I mean, I thought it was dope back then when you first started it because mm-hmm. you, you remember I was bringing Cam, Demarion, mm-hmm. all those guys mm-hmm. there from High Park um, because when I, you know, when I saw it, I'm like, first of all, um, you putting it together on your own. Uh, these kids out here with jerseys, real teams, even teams. They playing even games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was fair, even though your boy was there the entire time. I never thought you were biased to you mm-hmm. know make his team this or make his team that. Mm-hmm. I thought you always kept it um, fair, and I think that's what basketball needs to be. At the end of the day, we gotta let the kids decide who the best players mm-hmm. on the court. You know what I mean? And like like I said, every time I've been there. Um, it's been it's been it's been crazy. Uh, I remember uh, one time I came. I think I brought Devonte Hall and uh, yep. Trey Pettigrew was mm-hmm. there, and him and Trey was going at. It. I, that's when I first saw. Uh, I think that's his name. Trey that went mm-hmm. to uh, Kenwood. Mm-hmm. I first saw Trey, and I was like, man, this kid, man, he, he good. He tough. Yeah, he, yeah. he good. He tough. For real. Tough. Like, and I think at that point he may have been. Uh, Incoming sophomore, maybe if I'm not. Mistaken. Yes, I think so. Yes, I think young. so. Yeah, he was really young. young. He was young. He was young. What's interesting is also too. A lot of people don't know, or maybe they do. When we first started, first of all, shout out to my guy Dave Fuller. Like he was a part of the 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 braining of creating it. We were trying to do something. I just kind of like branched off a little bit, but he's always been very supportive. But our very first run actually happened at my wife's school, and it was like a few weeks. Before the country was shut down, we was like headed that way, and it was like, oh shit, what are we gonna do about basketball? They was already shutting shit down, mm-hmm. but I had Mattis was in there, I had JJ in there, Shikachi in there, Xavier in there, Dede in there, uh, Diggy was in there, KJ was in there. Like that picture is gonna be worth money. Like we got, I got this picture, and I'll, I'll try to find and send it to you later. But that shit gonna be worth money someday. What's up? I had a nice little whip in there, and this is a true story. When I'm when we're coming in the gym, and stuff was kind of getting shut down, Mattis' mom was like. Wow, like, how, how much do I have to pay you to come? I'm like, pay me, ma'am. Like, this shit is like, you don't pay people to come play high level basketball. You come mm-hmm. play basketball. Mm-hmm. And she was like, very, you know, and, you know, models, you know, people don't, they come, they come from a little bread. Mm-hmm. And I could have, like, yeah, you, could, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. And um, I felt like that has allowed me to kind of gain the, the respect of those players. Like, they know that, you know, I got their back. I'm not, I'm, I don't have no, I don't want nothing from these kids. Mm-hmm. I just want y'all to come. The, the originality of the platform was for, obviously for Xavier. You're like, are y'all saying he good, he good, he good? I think Zay can hold his own. Let me invite them niggas and let them play. And in a lot of cases, they performed very well. Some we I was able to see, like, all right, this is what he need to work on. Mm-hmm. So it really kind of helped me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, okay. all right, we're gonna jump into a couple questions. My first question to you is: Name your four coaches on the Chicago Mount Rushmore. Who starts with a question so, like? There we go, that. right there. There we go right there. Go. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna drink some water while you think about who your Chicago round Mount Rushmore of coaches is. Mm-hmm. Do they have to be they present? Your, present? No. Okay. Hey, this is your Mount. This oh, is JD's Mount Rushmore. All right. Lauren Jackson. Okay. Uh, Rob Smith. Ty Slaughter. Mike Oliver. Okay. That was easier than you thought. I mean, it's not really. No. I mean, no. Nah, Cause I mean, when you you, I had to. Sit back and, and think like, you know, I guess 
who influenced me and, and, and you know, uh, where I kind of want to see myself as a coach, mm-hmm. as a head coach, uh, and how they run things, I think. Um, so, but, man, that's tough, man. You can't, and that's the first question. The very first one. But it's crazy how you answer that because my next question you kind of answered is why coaching? What about your playing career made you want to get into coaching? Man, I was always a point guard, as you you know, mm-hmm. as you saw. So I was always like the leader on the team, mm-hmm. one of the captains. So uh, just watching my bros around me like flourish, you know what I mean? Right. Like still to this day, that's kind of what you know I preach. That's that's how I, my coaching staff is. That's what I preach in, inside our program. Like watching your brother flourish, ultimately it makes you flourish mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You know, uh, just being trying to be that guy that, that help everybody else, get everybody else involved. Um, that always allowed me to, 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 to you know, grow and, and, and be better in, in certain aspects and, and help my guys. And, you know, I think that's that's really what got me into it. I remember the first time I actually coached, though. I was I came back to Rich East. We did a summer camp after okay. I graduated. It was the first – first uh, I was at Wisconsin Parkside. Okay. And then I came back uh, for, like, a week in the summer. We did a summer camp, and um, some of the alum got to uh, pick – Pick some of the players and okay, uh, okay. And I had my team, and when I was talking to them, like Moo, they would look at me in my eye. Like, they was like, "Man, whatever, all this information, I want it, and I ain't even really know anything." Right, you know right, right, I mean? right, but, right. Like the, I think that feeling was like, "All right, yeah, this might you be like something. that." Okay, yeah, this might be something I need to do. Okay, um, how different were you as a player versus how you are as a coach? I'm no, not different Same. at all. Yeah, fiery. Uh, okay. Yeah, feisty. I wasn't. Uh, as a player, I wasn't the best player. I mean, I was good. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. Yeah, just, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was good. Yeah, but uh, what was interesting about you saying that and not saying that you not agreeing that you wasn't good, I saw you, some of your numbers, and uh, respectfully, there was a number that jumped off the page, but, mm-hmm. I mean, your play spoke for itself is mm-hmm. my point to And that. I won. Yeah, and you were a winner. I'm always won. I think that's, that's like, what, what stands out. Like, everywhere I've been, we won. Uh, at Chicago State, we won that conference. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw twenty seven and something. And 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 if you go in Chicago State right now, there are two banners in there. That's and one is yours. Yeah, well, both of them are. Oh, okay. So All right, like, say let's go. It's back. like the Great West Conference, and then it's like uh, going to the uh, CIT because uh, we played in the okay. CIT tournament. Okay, okay. Um, at the for postseason, but um, yeah, I think you know just just being a winner. Like I said, I wasn't best but i worked harder mm-hmm. i was tougher mm-hmm. uh, and i'm fiery and it's kind of the same way now um and just being loyal you know what i mean loyal to my guys loyal to my uh situations loyal to my kid um i think that's that's important too um obviously you read um that i was at this school and this school and this school but if you look at at that you see um uh an incline, you know. Yes, every, each each level, each level, you went up. Yeah, yep, yep that's true. And uh, I think that's what it's about. If you're gonna move, I don't think you just move to move. I think you gotta, you know, have progress inside those moves. Chess. Yeah, absolutely. We saw. I say that all the time. Yep. So you something that just kind of stuck out, and I'm gonna do this a lot throughout this interview. Like yep. I have specific questions. You say something, I'm gonna probably yep. piggyback off of that. What stuck out, which is which is very like. I fuck with it. You know, you said you're a winner. How do you take that mindset and instill it in your players on all the levels that you've coached? Like, how, how do you pull that out of them? You got to show them every day. They going to be who you are, for real. Mm-hmm. They going to be who you are. If you unorganized, them kids going to be unorganized. Mm-hmm. If you discipline those kids, going to be disciplined. But you can't just talk it. You got to, like, show it every day. It's days where I'm tired, right? I'm exhausted. I coach all year round. I've been coaching all year round for the past 
out of I looked at my resume the other day actually and um out of out of ten years, this will be my tenth year coaching. Out of ten years, I coached all year round for eight of those years. Dang. You know, yeah. So um, um, just being tired, you know. But but even when on those days when I'm tired, I'm showing what I'm what I'm preaching. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm practicing what I'm preaching. Uh, how, how does that? How does that? You you said you've been coaching year round eight of those ten years. How does that affect you being a parent and 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 how does it affect you being? I mean, if you are married or are in a relationship, how does that affect that? Uh. With my daughter, because I got two kids. I got a daughter. She's 14, uh, and I got a son. He just turned one okay. uh, a few days ago okay. on the 6th. Happy uh, birthday to him. Appreciate it. Um, but with my daughter, it, was, it affected it, obviously, a lot more because, again, you just read off my resume. So that's me really bouncing around since I graduated high school, mm-hmm. gone to so many other different states and meeting so many other different people and just trying to grind and, and you know, be in this seat right here, be where I'm at. Right. Um, uh, so it, it took a lot of time, I think, away from her. Um, and that's one thing, you know, I'm doing now to make sure that um, with her now and with my son that I, I, I try to do things differently. I think uh, uh, they have two different moms. Okay. Uh, I, think, I think both of their moms are, are amazing because – you know, they understand. They okay. Support. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. I was just at Peach Jam. My daughter and my son both at Peach Jam. Okay. Every Respect to them. tournament. Yeah, they going. Like, I'm not, it's not like, you know, I'm gone. I'm on my own. You know, I try to make it at this point in my life after everything I've been through, after everywhere I've been, I try to make sure I can still grind with the basketball, mm-hmm. but I still make time for my family. And I think, you know, my son's mom, especially she, she makes that, she makes that happen. for me. You know what? That's, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of dope that you took a minute to kind of like show that, that level of uh, respect for the, for the mother of your children. You know, usually when you talk, you know, our peers and our, you know, friends, family or whatever, the relationship breakdown in a family home, number one, is is pretty paramount. But like when you have that level of uh, co-parenting respect, like that's mm-hmm. that's good for the children. They mm-hmm. they can kind of see that and and, and kind of like latch onto that. So you know, shout out to your mother and your children, and shout out to you for like even you know recognizing them 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 young ladies for mm-hmm. that for that. I'm sh- I'm sure there's a lot of little stuff in there, but Man. but oh, I know. Well, we <laughs> when you do when you're doing this for real, like. All year round, you need a good support system, or mm-hmm. you gonna like quit, yeah, you doing or anything. you gonna like mm-hmm. crash, like, mm-hmm. like it's and because they gonna make it difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Well, not just them per se, but everything. Right, we, we gonna gloss on it because I, I can feel, I can feel me about the, like, yeah, I can feel it. I can, yeah. I can feel that yeah. shit. All right, I'm gonna just go ahead. Um, JD the coach, scout JD the player. Whoo, man, you gotta work on your outside jump shot. Okay. Is it in a high school? Or just okay, period. Oh, period. You got to work on your outside jump shot. I think that's one thing that's going to allow because I you can use the ball screen pretty well, but you'll be able to use the ball screen better if you can shoot the if three behind it. it. Okay, you know what I mean. So uh, you know, continue to work on your jump shot and uh, continue to work on your body and nutrition. Make sure you you know you're eating properly, you are working out as much as you need to work out. But I think all the other things as a point guard, you have it. Um, you just gotta. You know, you're athletic because I was pretty athletic. Okay, um, okay. Have you seen any clips? I haven't, but I'm going to go look for some. You should. I got okay. Some, I got some I'll send you. Okay, all uh, right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty athletic, you know. Um, but like I said, working on that outside, Jay, man, I feel like as a point guard, I feel like I, I held that role and responsibility perfectly. Okay. Like, 
I'm gonna make sure my guys eat, but I'm still gonna eat. Now. And you you're gonna, gonna get feel yours. me, yeah? You okay. gonna feel me on this right. court? Like even if I don't have 20 points, you gonna look out. At the I, end I'm of that responsible game. for 50 of those motherfuckers. Yeah, I got be you. Like, Damn, shorty. Uh, uh, okay, you okay. Know? So I think just that, and um, I think that's when I, when I when I when I did play professional ball. I don't know if you're gonna ask that, but when I did play pro ball, that's when that's what allowed me to really start working on that jump shot. And, okay, and, and uh, getting it to where I needed to get to. And honestly, when I did it. Now the ball screen became so much more like open. Like right, you right, see right, so right. many more. Now you eating, eating, man. Now I'm eating. Now you need napkins and, <laughs> and, and hand wipes and all that. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yep, no One doubt. thing before we touch on your pro career, you talked about the nutrition, right? Mm -hmm. The importance of the nutrition for for the athlete. Um, how much do our kids, moms included, how much do they take that for granted and not being prepared for the next level? You want to say, Moo, your son, I'm guaranteed your son do this. Probably 80% of the kids in high school do this. Mm -hmm. I see these kids coming into school for breakfast. They got a bag of chips, flaming hots, uh, you know, uh, uh, lemonade or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you want to see these guys coming in, you know, bananas, know, yeah, apple, oatmeal. I don't so, know. so, all right, so, so Zay doesn't eat flaming hots, right? But he, he don't even. He don't even eat breakfast Like we have to Kind of force him Like so my wife Went out and bought Like a fucking Like we should have Bought stock In the Gatorade uh, Bars mm -hmm. Right So we mm -hmm. had those It's like There should be no excuse On why you're not Putting something In your body Before you go to school Or before a workout He just went And did a workout he had, he had therapy The other day And He hadn't eaten All fucking day yeah. So you went to a workout You came home You showered You went to the gym to get some shots up and you came home and you hadn't eaten anything. I keep telling, he's in for a rude awakening yeah. when he get to Indiana Tech. pass out. The, the, first of all, they go, when they find out, when he get back right, mm -hmm. they gonna work his fucking college. And I wasn't a college athlete, mm -hmm. but I've like paid attention to people who were, I got a lot of homies that played professionally. One, I, I went to high school with a guy who was in the NFL and he's now a um, Rock Nation uh, sports agent, John Thornton. So like, I pay attention to a lot of this stuff and I be trying to constantly tell like you got to get ready like you yeah. it's going to fuck you up when you get there man you're going to be crying yeah. and you ain't coming home yeah and I think that's the best thing though like once he gets there you going you in for a rude awakening so it's like now you have to do it you know what I mean and I think he's going I think every college kid is going to want to because your the day is going to be so structured. It's so structured. Next, you ain't even going to have time to take those naps that you want to take. And you're not going to you know? even have to say, you ain't going to have time to second guess of not eating because you fucking up the money. If they find out you ain't eating, on, you don't man. play. If you won't play, if you, I mean, you don't get to practice. If you ain't practice, you ain't playing. Yep. So like when it start affecting shit that you want to do, like in our house, it just, you just getting scolded by mm -hmm. dad and, and you can mm -hmm. go in your room, close your door, put your fucking headphones on to play mm -hmm. Xbox. Mm hmm on the college campus, the coach is like, all right, well, motherfucker, you don't want to eat? You don't want to play? Mm -hmm. right, well, you can come sit in the fucking... So he going to see. And they going to they gonna work them hard enough that you going to tell that something is, like, wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, because at that point, if you ain't putting nothing in your body, like, you're talking about probably weights in the morning, conditioning in the morning, mm -hmm. probably a practice in the afternoon, and more shots at Class. Night. Yeah, class in between. Like, there's so much that you got to put into that. And, you know, if you're not eating, I think that's... It, Eventually, you'll you'll figure. Oh, we're gonna know within that first month. Oh yeah, and he'll ch that shit will change quick. No doubt. All right, cool. Um, when you played, who were the top players in the city in your era? I like point guards, so I'm, you know, I mean, I like to always go out point guards. I graduated two thousand and nine. DJ Cooper was really good. Uh, um, 
Brandon Paul was really good, went to Illinois. Okay. Uh, DJ Richardson was from Peoria, went to Illinois. Obviously, they not Chicago. Uh, James Pointer at Leo was really good. Uh, Kendrick Morris at Rich South was really good. Um, Chris Colvin at Whitney Young. I love Chris Colvin game. Chris Colvin ended up, I think, going to Iowa State. And then transferring to USC, maybe, but I'm talking about a six three, six four point guard, play with his own pace, athletic, okay. shoot it, man. I, I and again, I'm a competitor, so right, I right, loved right. going right, against right, him. Right, like, right, right. If, if you anybody you know see this, or if he'll tell you the same thing. Like I love competing against him because he was just he was he was really good. You know, mm-hmm. he was really good and. I think he had it as a point guard. He had it all. Uh, Marcus Jordan was in that class too. I okay. didn't really go up against him a lot. You talking about Mike's son? Yep. Oh wow. Yeah, Marcus was in okay. that class. Yep, yep, yep. So I mean, the city was was really good. Ty, Ty, Ty Slaughter and Whitney Young, they were really good. Marcus having a hell of a life right now. <laughs> man, I don't even want. <laughs> man, he having a hell of a life right now. Man, that's that's crazy. That's weird and awkward and just like man. hey, I mean for look just a, man. All right, on, we gonna gloss that. Yeah, we gonna gloss that. But my Marcus having a hell of a he having a hell of a yeah, life right now. Yeah, I mean, shout out to that man. Yeah, yeah, in his eyes, but in, in some other people's eyes, it ain't that. <laughs> that, that ain't that good. Nah, that ain't that good. Nah, man, that's nah. fucking crazy, dog. All right, anyway, um, you talked a little bit about uh your pro career, like kind of touch on that, like you know where where did you play at? What was that experience like? What was what was great about it? What was what was difficult about it? Uh, I had a quick stint in Costa Rica, okay, uh, but then Ooh. I spent uh, yeah most of the time in Brazil. I was in Ooh. Uh, yeah Brazil. Oh so, shit! Okay, yeah, okay. I was. In, I, I'll <laughs> ask you about the shit I want to know off the camera because I don't give a fuck about balling oh, back in Brazil. <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Brazil was dope. I was in uh, Sao Paulo. Okay. Um, and it was a small town, South Sao Paulo. It's called Sotocaba. Okay. Uh, so I played for LSB. Hey, what's called what? Sotocaba. Hey, that sound like they got all the bad bitches over there. <laughs> it was a lot of, it was a nice yeah, okay. you know, selection. Yeah, I was like, yeah, uh, okay, we're going to talk know, about but I was, that. I was focused, man. Over there, you know what? When you, the thing is, when you playing pro, you have to be focused. Because what I found out, these dudes literally practice three times a day. Like, right? mm-hmm. you'll practice twice on the court and you have to lift every day. Like, so it was a lot. You've. You don't really find time to, unless on weekends you don't have mm-hmm. practice or you have a game, you don't mm-hmm. really find time to, like... Um, Just kind of get out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I didn't really do much. I think, and I was in Brazil for six months. I think I went to a club, like, twice, mm-hmm. you know. Um, um, so, the, the, I mean, the best part about it is I was competing against some real good players. I actually played against Fab Mello um, that went to Syracuse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He played in the league for a second, and then he actually came, because he's Brazilian. He came right, back right. to Brazil, and uh, he <clears> played <throat> in the same league that I was playing in. It's called the NBB. Uh, it's that same league that, um, I don't know if you're familiar, but um, in the in most preseasons for the NBA, they travel over to Brazil. They play like Flamingo and all that stuff like that. I've heard of Flamingo. That's okay. The oh, okay. Yeah, cool, was, cool, cool, yeah, cool, 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 cool. It's tough. Um, and I don't know. I, the question I want to ask, I feel like it's stupid for asking because I'm not sure if it's the same league, but I don't even know if it's Brazil or not. Uh, Felipe Lopez. 
He had he runs a league over in uh, remember Felipe from from St. John's. He runs a league. I just seen this documentary on him that he runs his league, and it was a pretty dope documentary, like a a pretty well known league. But I'm not really sure if it's the same one. Mm-hmm. But I am familiar with Flamingo. I've seen their yeah, stuff on social good. media and on internet. They are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that's always dope. get the best players. That's dope. That's dope. Um, the ultimate goal for a coach is to win state. Um, but for Chicago, just kind of speaking from Chicago, because I think the suburbs kind of have a a good mindset of it but what is what has more status in Chicago win, winning state or winning the city championship I mean when I was in, in uh, CPS at, at Hyde Park I think city um, that's what everybody like was talking about like it was more it was more of that that um that feel that you get of the bragging rights, you okay. know what I mean? And that you're the best in the city. You're the best in the city. And it, I feel like even if you don't win state, but you're the best in the city, technically you probably best, if not one of the best in the state. Uh, I think it's hard to win state. It ain't all about your players and your coaching. Sometimes it's about a little luck. On oh, it's side. definitely about a little you luck. Don't I mean? get that so, fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, so I think, like I said, when I was at Hyde Park, man, that's that's all we talked about. We actually lost to uh, Whitney Young in the Elite Eight um, at Whitney Young. They had a really good team, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a really solid team too. Uh, it was a good game, uh, definitely a good game. But it, just just being able to sit back and see, you know, how serious people took it, like it was dope. Because, like I said, I'm a competitor. When you people like myself, admittedly, and then of course people from the suburbs, like, what's your thoughts or what's your what's your, how do you respond to like a lot of the good city teams are player funded from the suburbs man it's crazy because not only do majority of them come from the suburbs but majority of them come from the homewood Flossmore area but we're gonna we're gonna leave that for uh, no 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 we ain't we're gonna double back on that at some point okay um uh, <laughs> yeah i mean i think it is what it is you can't you can't fault the kids you can't fault the coaches in the city um if if kids feel like they got a better opportunity somewhere with somebody else, then Fuck you know it. you got to take that, okay. and, and not not just uh, athletically but academically too, because I feel like it has to make sense with not only the basketball, but basketball is what five months of the, out of the year, right? But like I mean, okay, like 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 let's not bullshit around. Like some of these good city schools, they academics is fucking terrible. And so, like we like Whitney Young is good. Who who else? You Kenwood, good academics. Curie, good academics. Curie got a good good yeah, academic. They, yeah, they, and yeah. I mean no disrespect because yeah. I don't know much about Curie yeah. af- academically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going off what you uh, say. Uh, I know uh, about I know about Kenwood and I know about um uh, Whitney Young. I mean, yep. shit, Whitney Young is a magnet school, yep. correct? Yeah. Yeah. So they yep. on the same level as Walter Payton in yep. that regard. Yeah. Curie. Who else? Who else? Who's uh, other good? Like who the other top? Uh, teams I guess uh, Simeon. Good academics. State. Okay. Uh, okay, I like. I'm real academy. Yeah, they do their thing in there. You can school me. You can school me. I'm just saying, like, it might not be. Simeon might not be um, Whitney Young academically, but they got you good look academics. around everybody else in the CPS. Okay. Go there and get a good education. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, what steps do you think uh, the IHSA need to take when it comes to transfers? Are you okay with the current system? Uh. I think I'm okay with it. I think um, I, I don't know what what steps they could take because now you have to. Uh, how many schools are in the state of Illinois? Now you talk about one A, two A, three A, four A. I don't know what oh, yeah, don't possible know. steps they could take to 
ensure that everybody lives in district um, or where they, where they should be going. Oh, they could do what the HF people do. Tell. I mean, yeah, that's, I, think, I think that's the best thing about the uh, kids that we got. They, they live there. You okay. know what I mean? Like, and it makes, it makes my hands off. Like, right. You ain't got to worry about that shit. No, because HF, academically <clears throat> and environment, the environment, it sells itself. So now you, um, I say put a hot name. I'm not going to say the best coach. Right. I would say a hot name uh, in, the, in that seat. Now you can attract, you know. More some, recruits yeah, to come in, to, to come do it the right way and live in the district. Yeah, I got you. absolutely. Okay. Um, you've coached in both the city and now in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. What's better? Why? Man, that city environment is, is crazy. And it, it's crazy because in the city, the bleachers are like on the court. Like mm-hmm. at Phillips, the Phillips got a new gym now, right? But uh, at Phillips, their old gym, I'm talking about the bleachers right here on the court. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just that it's just that feel of like even at High Park when I was at High Park, the bleachers right there on the court. Mm-hmm. So it's that feel of everybody on top of you. You can hear what everybody's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you get that. You get that. Um, that that fiery neighborhood, you know, mm, camaraderie, yeah, sportsmanship, yeah, all they, that banter. So they try to you you get all that feel okay, inside okay. a basketball game, okay. which I love. Like <clears throat> the best part about coaching to me is when my heart is like, going, oh, yeah, You're sweating and shit. Fun, yeah. man, it's fun. I like got you. you know, I got you. Uh, but the suburbs, I think, um, I honestly think the basketball is like moved more. Like it's it's not it's not really. One on one centric, okay. You know what I mean? Um, because you look at you, when you look at teams in the suburbs, you look at the power teams. Who would you consider the power teams in the right? suburbs? Mm-hmm. Or oh, shit, now you you okay. got now Rich Township, okay, uh, Bloom, okay, uh, Hillcrest. Um, well, last year I don't know how they're going to be this year, but last year probably Lincoln Way, Lemont. Uh, All teams that kind of try to get everybody off instead of. Yeah, yeah, instead of individual, yeah, yeah, they play t- yeah, yeah, the truth, you know, true, um, true, true, true. So I just think, you know, it's give and take in both. I think uh, it all depends on the, the person, you know, standing up, calling the plays, like whatever, you know, you strategizing like. and yeah, what you got in the bag. I, I like both. I like okay, you know, I like strategizing, but then I like one of my. I know one of my players can get me what I need. I love that one on one. Um, you talked about the the the, the gym. Atmosphere, right, and like the courts and CPS, and even in the suburbs, right. We mm-hmm. had Diggy up here last week, and he admitted one of their things that kind of went against them when they played and when they lost in the um, in the state playoffs mm-hmm. is they wasn't prepared to play on that college floor. How much do you think that affects players when they are on, on those big moments when y'all when y'all do those big tournaments on those college floors? How can we start better preparing those players? Because the goal is to have them play on that next level. You playing on the court in some cases that ain't no bigger than the stand of, of this microphone. How can we change that? What can we do to change that? I'm gonna give you an inside scoop, and normally I don't really do this. Oh, we get another exclusive. Yeah, from from what I what what I'm gonna do because we're gonna play in on some college courts this year. Okay, we're gonna practice on uh, college length court, uh, college size court when it's time to play on those. That's so important. Do, yeah, and I asked I asked Dickie and 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 huge shout out. To Coach Houston, BZ, and they whole staff up there. I asked Diggy. I said, "But well, did y'all get a chance to practice on the floor? Mm-hmm. Like, so y'all just kind of like, 
y'all practicing y'all gym or whatever. And and Hillcrest gym is it's it's a, it's a decent size, yeah, no. but it ain't no college no, floor. No, no, so no. I said, damn, y'all didn't even get a chance to practice on the floor. He said, nah, we didn't. That could have changed the entire outcome of the, of the game. And Dicky went out on his sword. Shout out to Dick. He went out on his sword. He fuck. I don't know if he was at the game, but he played his fucking ass off no, that. I, that I, I, oh I, man, he played his ass off. But you could tell something was off yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, I think you got to run your sets on that court, get up and down on that court. If you a trapping team, you got to figure out how to trap. Yeah, he even said one so of their out of bounds plays couldn't work properly because the they didn't really know how to line up and the spacing wasn't what they had practiced. Yeah, yeah. so I think that's really important. That's just something I would do. Yeah, yeah, off me the, too. Like top. especially if I know I'm about to play a team and we got an opportunity to play on the college floor, yeah. I'm going to see if we can play on that floor. See if I can kind of maneuver the, you know, because I, I mean there are courts in the suburbs or. Everywhere with college uh, size courts, like even I think um, South Suburban yeah. Governor State Hochuk even has a college. Do they? Si- yeah, right. Okay, I, think, I, I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I think so. Okay, okay, but I still, like so. you got to kind of tap into your resources, like you know, try to get on that floor. I want to get my guys some some time on the floor. All right, yep. cool. That's what the relationships is about. Um, does high school basketball need a shot clock? Yes. Why? I mean, I think that. At the end goal, I, I know my end goal is to prepare my kids for the next level. Right. Um, and that shot clock is at the next level. Yeah, at every next level. Yeah, like, <laughs> every level after. So yeah. you, I think you want to be prepared for that. You need to know how it feels, how, uh, what to do when, when, when that clock is winding down. Like You need to experience that because if you don't, when you get there, is now you have to you know, grow in that aspect as well. Other And who wants to have to... You know, figure out the shot clock when you're trying to figure out these sets and these plays mm-hmm. and your teammates and all that. Like, I think um, I do think uh, we need one just because it prepares us uh, for the next level. Obviously, it's those teams that play stall ball, and if stall ball is your game, play your game. Mm-hmm. I, you can't nobody tell you how to mm-hmm. you know play mm-hmm. your game because ain't no, nobody's gonna tell me how to coach my team. We're mm-hmm. gonna play uh, our style, not my style. We're gonna play our style right, right, and, right. and what you know fits us and. Um, so I know you're going to hear people say, well, people holding the ball, the score is five to two. Yeah, well, get your five-second counts on defense then. Get the ball Get, get up on them. Yeah, yeah pressure get up the on ball, them. Pressure the ball, the ball yeah. trap the ball, do something. Teach them how to play man, one-on-one one dude. Yeah. And they'll go nah, score. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You talked about um, when you were saying, damn, I forgot my, my train of thought because you said something I wanted to tap into um, with, the sh- with the shot clock. Damn it. Um, oh, oh, I, I do feel that it does need a, a shot clock because while we are steady trying to prepare the players for the next level, I think it'll add another layer of readiness in the eyes of the college coach if they're prepared to play underneath a shot clock. You, you talked about the sets. You talked about the plays. Some college coaches, they run their shit based off the shot clock. Oh, and yeah. if the kid don't, you know, they just thinking, uh, 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 and they not paying attention to the shot clock. Now they getting fussed at. They getting sat down. So I, I do think it adds another layer of preparedness if we if we got that shot clock. But then, of course, you got to teach them. You got to train the people to run the shit too. Yeah, no doubt. I'm not even going to get into that because right. we can talk all day about that but you know uh you're gonna love this um you said college teams who you know always aware that shot clock uh villanova when jay wright was coaching. oh yeah i know right because it's times when jay wright was coaching they getting fast break opportunities he like this slow down we about to go run something down here Mm -hmm. we're gonna run it right and we're gonna execute it and And they did at the end of it it's gonna be 
five seconds left on the shot clock, and we getting the exact shot that we want to get every single time. I love. Jay I, I, I was I was very everybody pretty much who follows college basketball period, but of course the Philadelphians. We were very surprised. Like, what the fuck? Who got something on Jay Wright? Why he just up and just retire like that? Yeah, that was crazy. It was super crazy. And and shout out to Kyle Neptune. Like, first of all, they saying that he's kind of retooled that whole team. That's good. And they they might be they might got a little whip coming yeah, out this good. year. So we'll we'll that's see good. how that go. I'm a we'll Villanova see. fan. I wanted to see a Manu. We go talked there. about that before. Yeah, we did. Like, we talked uh, we about Cal Laurie, yeah, Alan Ray, uh, uh, Mike Nardi. Yeah, so I told you because they had that picture with them. Exactly. Yeah, so, I, did, no, I, no I remember. No I, did, no I definitely remember. No and shout out to Kyle Lowry. I have a very good um, relationship with his older brother. Um, we talk very frequently. Um, he's a real thorough dude, and they, got, they run the AU program out there. What people don't know is real quick, move before we get off subject. Jay Wright ran the same offense from when he won the national championships with Jalen Brunson and those teams. Mm -hmm. All the way back down to Kyle Lowry. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. That same exact offense. He, he, he very rarely changed anything. That is cold. Yeah, Jay Wright is that man, yo. That's cold. I hope he get back into coaching. I would love to see him go to Temple, like just kind of mm. change their whole culture, but mm. we'll, we'll see how that go. Um, were player rankings a big thing when you were in high school? What was yours, and what's your overall thoughts on the ranking system? Uh... Yeah, it was big. It wasn't as big as it was now. I think we had like a few platforms. Uh, Chicago Hoops was huge. This dude named Brian Stinnett ran it. It was it was huge. Okay. Um, and all the all the kids in my era, I know they they really like flocked to that mm -hmm, one to kind of mm -hmm. figure out their rankings. Uh, I think I was like twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven somewhere okay, up okay. in there. Like not too far off, but I was uh, obviously not at the top of that. Um, I think I was. The number six point guard okay. in the state. Um, okay. So, you know, good, solid. Okay. You know, okay. Uh, but um, I think rankings are good, but I think you have to rank kids accordingly um, and to, with, your, with your best foot forward and best, you know, being able to analyze them correctly. Don't rank a kid if you've only seen him once. You know, that one time he probably was terrible. He probably was trash, and mm -hmm. you probably were like, Man, who is this kid? But then the next four times when you're watching somebody else, he's scoring 31, 32. He's got a 15-point game with eight assists, whatever the case is. Like, you just never know. I think if you're going to evaluate, truly evaluate, and understand that a true evaluation takes time. And I, I'll give you this uh, real quick, Mo. Um, my freshman uh, team, we had maybe 102 kids come out for tryouts. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm I had all of my coaches, freshman, sophomore, varsity. We all was at that tryout. We all evaluated. We all watched because I felt as if if I got my two freshman coaches trying to evaluate 100 kids mm -hmm. in two or three days. How? How are we getting the best kids? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not biased to this HF thing. I want the best kids, mm -hmm. uh, the best kids that's in the building. I want those kids. I want. I want those kids on the team, and I don't want to miss anything because I don't have no previous relationship mm -hmm, with them. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up in Homewood or Flossmoor. Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. not from the community. I do live in a community now, mm -hmm. and I, I do really like it. Um, but uh, I think you have to, if you're going to evaluate kids, evaluate them fairly and rank them accordingly and fairly and because I think some college coaches look at that. Like I'm not I, gonna say I, all, but that's what I, I, I do. They do, they yeah. do rely on them because they, they can't get out they to see it. So let me ask you this. Um, and you you saw the conversation I had with Steve. Um, we had a, a very very interesting conversation last night with with Teddy. 
Um, what's your thoughts on people who are not basketball people ranking basketball people? I have a fucking huge issue with that shit. I heard, I heard you do, but I don't even think Brad Stevenson's played basketball. Brad Stevens from I know, yeah, from Butler. Yeah. He's now in the Celtics. I don't think he and when people, when people, so, 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 all right. Maybe I need to change what I what I think, and, and I don't normally do that. I usually stand on my shit. Uh, when you, when people bring up Brad Stevens, um, one of my guys, Eric Spoelstra, and we found out because I had a debate on my page. Uh-huh. Eric Spoelstra actually did play. Okay, so people keep saying, "Oh, he's a he never played." He he did play, so shut the fuck up. Okay, um, I I don't know about Brad Stevens. Um, and then somebody brought up um, a, a motherfucker. My, my guy Boo tried to bring up fucking Pop. Pop played in the Navy. What right. the, the, the fuck is y'all talking about? I see but, Steve said Slaughter. I ain't no Slaughter. Ain't I didn't know he didn't either. Yeah. But my my point is like when you got people who don't play. You, you brought up Brad Stevens, but they've been around the game. Mm-hmm. So maybe I need to change my thought in terms of, all right, well, at least they've been around the game. I have an issue. I have an issue if your sport is fucking badminton and you ranking basketball players. I'm not even going to use the soccer shit no more because I don't want nobody to think I'm, I'm picking on buddy. But I don't give a fuck what sport other than the sport. Like, So that's like saying that right now, I'm, you know, just my relationship to basketball, I'm going to go start fucking ranking the best bowlers in the state. Right. That, that, my, my fucking bowling average is 90. But if you... And that's cheating with the bars up. The fuck? I think if you sit back and you evaluate the game, though, and, and really, like, take the game... Serious? I think you're smart enough to like figure out. No, I don't. I don't think so, <laughs> man. Come on, I don't. Th- man, I think that uh, go rank your fucking sport. If you if you a bird watcher, tell me what the best fucking birds are. I don't want to. I don't want your hypotenuse on the best three point shooters. Eat right. a dick. I don't. Right. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I, I got an issue With that shit man I do I you. Like you mean to tell me And and yes I will also admit That it's kind of personal yeah. You know what I'm saying So you got okay. And at the time I don't really know If Teddy was part of The whatever with Zay And I'm This ain't even me saying That Zay is the number one Player in the state mm-hmm. I ain't even saying that But mm-hmm. I, I always felt that Which is again Another root of Starting I always felt that Zay got a raw deal In certain uh, Eyes The Chicagoland dude You know Prep who I always felt but, but I also If I'm being fair to them I also felt like It was because We're not from here I always feel like Because we're not Original Illinoisans That if you Are ranking Four people And Zay is the fifth I know I would I would give a little Slight whatever To the motherfuckers From the crib So if if some of y'all Came to Philly Best believe Whatever shit I got Going on in Philly I'm gonna give it To my Philly motherfuckers I understand And I I think that's how A lot of A lot of guys uh, You know Evaluate And uh, rank uh, You know Some of it is Like Oh, it's a popularity Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck yeah, yeah it is yeah, yeah. And you're not gonna convince me Scott, Steve, Reggie And fucking Teddy You're not gonna kinda convince me That some of y'all rankings Don't play a part In who y'all fuck with it, It's the nature of the beast It's just It's it's. The, I'm not trying to hear that shit And I and I, and I I don't know Scott personally But he's been very Respectful to the platform And yeah. me as a, as a man yeah. I just met Teddy I fuck with Steve Heavy And yeah. I, I talked to Reggie For over an hour Mm-hmm after Steve shit air So I fuck with Reggie Heavy Which I actually I didn't really even Remember Reggie had my number So when he called me I'm like who the fuck is this And it was like I saw the name I'm like oh shit it's Reggie I think I think one thing about Scott though You know From my experiences with him He does listen though Cause I'll tell him like Hey man look This guy right here man He do Man you need to He do You need to see this kid He do And I think he'll like 
if he see him and something catches eye, he is one of those guys that I seen like multiple times. Right, 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 right. Just like my word, like, hey, look, look at this. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, shout out this guy. I mean, and and honestly, he does a great job. Like he's traveling all over, like whatever. It is what it is. Um, when you're coaching high level athletes, players at big time programs or colleges in general, um, that's being recruited by big time schools. How fun is that for the coach to have to like your player is getting recruited? Is that fun for you? Like it's fun for the kids We know that And it's fun for the parents But for the coach Is that fun? Yeah I think it depends On the coach For me it is Because I'm a college basketball Like right. head Do you like, be fanboying? I, I look, no I don't do I that I don't mean that In the like oh, okay. Dick eating type way I just mean like yeah, Let me ask it from oh, Okay let me ask it from this way <laughs> if, if fucking Jay Wright Walked into one of your practices Like you ain't like Oh shit Jay Wright Is in my practice yeah, but I'm I'm still gonna approach that practice how I'm gonna put. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then, I'm not I'm not saying that you ain't gonna still do your shit, but oh, yeah. that's part of fan. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean yeah, by yeah, fanboy. Right, like, oh yeah. shit, Jay right yeah, in my practice. Course, yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, like that's that's just natural because uh, you know uh, he does a lot of things that you know I want to do. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I'm gonna be. Oh man, Jay, like you know, if anything, give me one piece of advice, whatever the case yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna try to. One thing about me, I'm a sponge. I try to take, you know. Mm-hmm. I try to learn. I try to. I'm the same. Put it, in, yeah. Put it all together into my masterpiece, and then when I spit it out, everybody gonna be like, "Damn, you, you, you right, right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's all coming from everybody." Yeah, else, right, you know, exactly. I'm, I'm like that too. I remember one time, um, when Zay was playing with the Wolves, and a lot of people may not know this, but uh, uh, uh Coach Moser, Moser, his son played okay. on the team. Okay, and I loved how he just. He did something that I later saw in a clip from Coach Frank Martin where he said, like, he's just a dad. Like, you know, he tells his kids, like, I don't want to hear that shit, talking about your coaches. Yeah. He he really was like that, yeah. right? And he sat up in the stands, and he watched his son, um, damn, his Ben, his name was Ben. He watched his son, and, and, and his son didn't play a lot, okay. neither. But he watched his son play. He just was a fucking dad. And I was like, I was mesmerized by that shit. Like, that's this. At the time he was coaching that lawyer And they was coming off that nice run mm-hmm. Like damn that's so fucking dope So of course after the game Everybody dick eating Like oh coach Moser Like you know Remember when we used to fucking And he's like yeah sure Now you can see his face Like I don't know what this fucking dude right. is But anyway when, when the shit cleared out Like I asked I said and, and it was the last game of the spring Before they went to the high school mm-hmm. And I said coach Moser um, Can I ask you a question about Xavier Can you tell me something I can like maybe work on Work with him on mm-hmm. While we got this break And he broke down a, I mean to my knowledge that was the first time he saw Xavier play mm-hmm. and he the breakdown of like yeah I, I want to I want to see Xavier handle the ball more I want to see him coming off screens more I want to see him get a lift on his jump shot of course he needs to get strong I mean he broke that down and I like I'm like yeah mentally writing that shit down and I thought that was really dope that he did that so like no being doubt. a sponge is, is really important and in, in just in life um you're now coaching over at HF uh you have coached you know with Team Rose you're now Coaching with Mishis, but you were already coaching with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what goes into uh, planning a national schedule, and how soon do you think you can start doing that with HF? Uh, I feel like with some of the games we have this year, that's a national okay. schedule because um, uh, when you look at at how the, the uh, shootouts or showcases are, are built, um, some of the nation's best are in there. Okay. So, um, and you know it's, it's 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 teams, and one or two of those that are from out of the state. You know what I mean. So uh, who are powerhouses out of the state? So um, I think I do think that's important. Uh, but I think you also got to have the right team to you know set set stuff like that up. Um, 
you can't just have an average <laughs> team and try to go get a national schedule. Like you got to make sure you can actually perform. Play, perform, play. right? Yeah, like right, it's right. not what 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 good does that do to you know? Oh, we were on ESPN, yeah, but we lost by sixty, <laughs> and we didn't get anything off, like anything accomplished. Like what do we? Right. Like, that's not. It's not that serious. I think. And one thing about me, uh, and I told my coaching staff this, because uh, we actually. We actually um, can't go to a national event because we got some bigger, uh, not bigger, but we have some big events in state. That you are committed to. Yeah, but I feel like we got to win at home first Ah, before you go everywhere else. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, like. Be the best here before you be the best. Isn't it funny you said that years ago I saw this Ice Cube interview and somebody asked him about being an artist, you know, as far as the nation. And he mm-hmm. said, "Man, you need to worry about being the best artist in your city yeah. before you being in the yeah. country." I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, if, I feel like if you're the best team in Illinois, that automatically makes you one of the best teams in the country. That's that's a fact. You know, so do that first. Like, um, so like I said, I, we try to win. We trying to win at home, but uh, I I do think uh, a lot goes into it. You know. Getting a national schedule, I don't. If you don't have national level players, it's not work, yeah. then it's re, you got to use your resources and connections or relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But again, it's uh, that's that's real give and take. You got a nice little whip of of a team too. We saw me and both saw y'all play at the uh, the, the Nike event. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you got you, you got Gianni. You got the young man uh, Brownfield, Brumfield, mm-hmm. Carson. Carson. Um, y'all got the transfer over from Lincoln Way, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah. Mac. Matt, right, and and, the, and y'all had some nice pieces. I mean, y'all was fun to watch, and I know that was just like a like a sample size of the shit that y'all gonna get into. Like, but that was shit was fun. I was very impressed. Yeah, uh, I think I think this team could be good if they really like stay focused. You know what I mean? Because I think we are we are getting a lot of hype. We won the, the Nike yeah, yeah. CBA, and that was that was big. Because you talk about you know beating Simeon, uh, Kenwood, and Whitney Young know, yeah. the same week. Yeah, like, that's like. Unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you got to have... So you think their head's getting a little too big too soon? No, I don't think their head's okay, okay, big, okay. but we're trying to stop that before it even happens. Proactively. Like, yeah, like, let's just let's just be gritty and grimy. Let's be who we are. Mm-hmm. We're gritty We're gritty players. We're tough players. We, we want to play fast. We want to play together. Um, and we want to play hard. We want people, to, when they see us, we want them to be like, oh, man, that's a good team. Like, that's a team. Like, that's not just one kid. That's a team. Uh, because... I thought overall in that entire um, entire event at Whitney Young, we played well overall as a team. I agree. Like, it was days where... And I only seen the one game, but I do agree. Oh, man, it was days where Carson was the best, Gianni was the best, mm-hmm. Mac was the best, JD was the best, Jacoby was the best. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just days where all of them had the best performances. So we played well overall. At the end of the day, Gianni got MVP because I, I think it was... Uh, when, a, when based upon that championship game, mm-hmm. and in that championship game, he, he showed up. Like, yeah, he, yeah, was, he, yeah, was yeah he showed up. So, um, other than the known players of Gianni Max and um, Carson and JD, who are you excited about coaching that nobody fucking knows on your team? Miles Ellis. I love Miles Ellis. Why? Because he's a winner. Okay. He's just a winner. So, so he, he a little JD and track as a. As a sophomore, right? He started on, as a freshman. As a freshman, he started on 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 sophomore football as wide receiver. As a freshman, he started on sophomore basketball at point guard. As a freshman, like this kid is a three sport athlete dog, and it's not like 
he does one better than the other, it's like you put him in that sport and he's he gonna dominate and he's gonna try to win. Like I watched it, I did at HF, I did like strength and performance after school with the guys, uh, you know, being in the weight room mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was time this kid, this is a freshman we talked about. Right. He didn't even have to be there. wasn't even supposed to be there. He man, I got to get more work in. He's there like with his headphones on, working by himself. Like not nobody has to put the battery in that kid back. And I think when you when you get a kid like that, it's like man, you got to let him. You'll run through the brick wall for him, man. As opposed hello, to, yeah, for real, seriously. Yeah. No, that's whatever dope. you need. That's dope. Because he gonna bring it every day, that's and that's dope. how I try. Like yeah. I said earlier, I try to bring it every day. And that's he dope. Does. That's dope. Um, we talked a little bit, kind of jokingly. Um, you were initially at Rich Township for like three days, but you said like, <laughs> what? <crazy. laughs> what happened? Why you leave? Uh, I think, and that was the toughest decision. I, I remember when we talked right before you took that yeah, job, and I you were looking forward to man, it. Man, I, I actually got away to the guys. One of my guys know, but I actually got away to Georgia. For like a week and a half, like after that decision was made, just so I can like, you know, escape the backlash that I thought I was gonna get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just think, and your brother was in in these groups, and he was like killing, like shut the fuck up. Yeah, he man, he don't play about yeah, you. Nah. I seen that right away from a distance. I'm like, oh, I didn't know who he was, and then I saw the name, like, oh, that's yeah. that big bro. Yeah, yeah I can tell. Yeah, and he he was ready to start ringing necks in that motherfucker, yeah. and I liked it though. Yeah, no, that's my dog. Yeah, I, mean, I liked it. He understand, and I think people got to understand. At that point, I felt like. And I still feel like I had to do what's best for me. Of you course, know what I mean? like, and people always want to make decisions for your absolutely. life. Like get your ass. Up. Dude, I, I just feel like you don't pass up on HF. Not not saying that Rich Township isn't going to be a great place to be, be. because they replaced you with someone yeah, pretty. Uh, absolutely, I mean, I no, dis- no disrespect, no doubt. He's a state champ, yeah, multiple. Yeah, I you mean, know. so I mean, they, you know, they kind of they they landed well. It's like breaking up with the the cute girl, and she kind of get a a, a a decent guy. Yeah, like, all right, all right. I she understand. landed on her feet, right? And I think I think for me, uh, that's gonna thing, be a hell of a game when y'all play, though. Yeah, it, you know, we played them the first game. Hey, come on, move. Let me go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. But for me, it was more like. Uh, you know, HF is already it's structured. It's it's. I've always you know had those teams where you gotta do this and you got to do this. You got to be more than a coach. You have to build this and put this together, do this. And Everything was ready. It's already there. Mm-hmm. The template is already set. Now mm-hmm. it's about who I'm going to be. Now people can really judge on who I am, mm-hmm. not the outside situations. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I think uh, like the, the thing about Rich Township is everything was just so new. The curriculum was new, mm-hmm. new admin. Um, and they got a lot of shit with them new too. Boy. It's just a lot. It was new. You know, and when you got new things, it's it's hard. It don't go. It don't go. And and the thing is about me, um, I'm Rich East through and through. I bleed green. Right. That's why we going to the Dipper. Like, like, uh, that's that's my right. neighborhood. I, and I still you. got a lot of pride in that community <clears throat> and neighborhood. Or HF wouldn't be in the Dipper. We have nobody's ever seen HF in the Dipper. I don't think. Not from my knowledge. I, not from mine's either. And and I say that to say like there's no bad blood because I still want that program in place to be successful that's why we bringing them right, over because right, right. I feel like now you bring HF to Rich Township when you got Thornton in there Hillcrest in there mm-hmm. Rich Township in there that's gonna be the burbs is yeah. you know we popping. doing what we supposed to do popping we're y'all was talking all that shit about the city now we bringing that shit to the burbs there's no excuse now absolutely there's no excuse now yep. um, when you were when th- that situation was kind of unfolding and you were contemplating your next move why did you choose HF? JD, the coach, 
had his pick of the litter, I'm sure, of any coaching job in this state, why did you choose HF? Like I said, everything already it's already put in place. Like, for example, they're building a, a $23 million, I think it's $23, 24000000 million mm-hmm. science wing. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Right. Like, what are we talking about? Well, you have great academics. You have uh, great support, mm-hmm. great resources. Mm-hmm. We got a field house. We got a, a beautiful field house mm-hmm. with a high-tech weight room that's, that just I got even more upgrades I this past summer. <laughs> like, I feel like at HF, they're constantly doing things every year to try to make that school the best school in the state. And not and they want to compete, too, as, like, a board, as a board, as admin. Like, it's all really a competition, for real, okay. to see who's the best. Like, got you. And you got to take pride in that, and I do. Uh, now, my I have my own experience, and I'm going to tell you my story ab- about right. it. I, it's, I love to tell it though. So, but HF has a reputation of not welcoming outsiders. How has your adjustment been? Oh, my adjustment has been great. I think because this who you sit next to right now is who they're gonna get regardless every single day. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna try to, you know, isolate myself. I'm not gonna try to uh, act big headed or cocky. Mm-hmm. But I'm also I don't take mess from right people either. Uh, so. Uh, I think for me it's been good. Uh, the, the staff has been welcoming. Okay, I, I started teaching this year. Okay, first year teaching. Uh, congratulations, so I appreciate it. Like, and I went through a lot for that. They were supportive in that. You know, making sure that I had a route to become a teacher. Right, at right, HF. right, right, uh, right. So I think my entire experience on and off the court has been has been great. Okay, uh, do you think you'll have any players recruiting for HF? I'm sorry, I do you th- any issues, not any players. Do you think you'll have any issues recruiting players? I mean, I think players going to come to HF regardless because the environment is safe, the academics, and because the basketball okay. is... Safety is paramount. Safety for, for as, a, as a parent, and as you know, like you just said, you had a daughter about to start high school, mm-hmm. and people always ask us, and, and I remember... S- Definitively having this conversation with Mark is one of the reasons why we chose Maris initially. Number one, we we didn't know no better, but safety, mm-hmm. academics, mm-hmm. like academics and safety, kind of drove every decision. Man, when we decided to leave Maris, obviously, you know, we could have sent Xavier any fucking where mm-hmm. um, without. Without you just literally schooling me about Simeon, we consider Simeon, but I was, you know, the neighborhood, and I don't know what goes on inside of the building, but I know oh, what yeah. goes on outside oh, of that yeah. motherfucker. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Uh, this, we, we considered, uh, um, we considered um, Kenwood. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what goes on inside of the building, but I, I, I knew what was, ha- I knew what happened, you know, with the young man who's outside of the building. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of that kind of played a part. Um, I mean, I'm glad to hear that, you know, they have accepted you and that your adjustment went well. The HF people are there. There are some interesting people over there. I mean, yeah, but I, like I said people. early on in this in this uh, interview, uh, I feel like I'm a winner and I'm gonna bring that attitude every day. So if you don't want no winning guy in your program, you got the wrong guy. Yeah, then okay, you know, it is what it is. All right, I asked you earlier about. Uh, about your team Because y'all got a nice little whip You actually got a nice ass whip in coaches Talk about your coaches a little bit Like like show them do some Like you got You got a Yeah You got a them. nice little whip up there What's important though What I love about What y'all got going up Going on up there Is that Well first of all Two of your coaches I really fuck with One of them sitting there Mark And then You got um, 
Uh, what's what's my guy? I, I said I fuck with the dude, but his name is escaping Kentrell. me right now. Um, Control. Well, Control to Dez. 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 I really fuck with Dez. Uh, Control to. I'm just getting to know him, but y'all are all close in age. But y'all are also not talk too far removed in that age gap from y'all players mm-hmm. that y'all can relate. I think that is a high advantage for y'all. I say that all the time. Like people J- don't realize that shit. J Cole got some dope lyrics. He said, "I'm dead in the middle of two generations. I'm little yeah. bro and big bro all at once." That's yep. real. That's real. Because real. I'm taking knowledge from these older guys who are still in it, and I'm instilling it in these younger guys who are trying to play. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, and um, you can they, they can relate to you a little more with you know with the whole the social media, you know, just things that they going on in their lives. Some of them, whether it's you or other coaches, may, you know, maybe their fathers aren't fully invested or if they are, it's for the wrong reasons so they can kind of confide in you certain things. Like, that's important. I'm speaking as a father. That's important. Yep. I want my son to be, like, if I, if I know he's not going to confide in me and shit, like, he got Eric Tillery. He got Mark. You know what I'm saying? He got Pat Cooper. Like, he, I have people in place. Then he got my guy Tyree. Or I could put him on a plane and go back to Philly. He got people in Philly. So, like, that's, an, you know, I don't think you realize how important that is that y'all have that advantage. No doubt. Let me shout those guys out, man. Mark Collins, Shea Sumter, Contrell King, uh, Dane Trice, James Jackson, uh, Desmond Blocker. Uh, Marcus Starks, man, those those guys, man, they I didn't miss anybody. No, I didn't miss anybody. Uh, I couldn't miss them. Those my guys. They, you know, they make sure that you know on times when I, like I said, I can be tired and they can see it in me. They pushing it even harder. Mm-hmm. Like they getting the kids together mm-hmm. even harder. Like if if the kids want to stay after or come early, somebody oh, got you. Somebody, like, somebody gonna be there. I got you. Somebody gonna be there for y'all. And that's I, good I think stuff. That's the important thing. And I trust those guys. Like when you got a. A job like HF, which I think this past year was ranked the number one job in the South Suburbs. By, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, they did. we did like a coaching poll, and uh, I think this was actually before I got the job. We all did, like all the suburban head coaches did like a coaching poll, and we ranked, uh, it was a Catholic League ranking, it was a uh, CPS ranking, it was the, uh, Michael O'Brien did it, so sometimes it was a suburban ranking, and HF was ranked wow. one job in the suburbs. That's so, dope. South suburbs, so, I mean, when you got a job as high profile as that, I feel like you got to surround yourself with people you trust, because, I mean, again, you just never know people's agendas, and I know every guy I just named, we on the same page. That's that's dope. Now, do you guys have you or and or will you do any coaching clinics? Man, you know what? I I was supposed to do one at Chicago State. Um, they reached out to me. Uh, Walt Warren reached out to me um, about doing one. Um, I think I think that's something we can look at in the future. We haven't talked about that. Okay. Um, but I know it's something I want to do and. Not only do I want to speak at one, I, I want to go to more of those. Right, right. Like, That's kind of what I mean. Like, are you do, do you are you guys planning to do some where you're there as the student? Oh yeah, no doubt. Okay, no doubt. And I think, like I said, I'm all about learning from other people right. and growing because right. I feel like if I can put all of the best things inside of what I do, you know what we do, um, I think. The product and it's gonna look how it should look, but no, definitely we okay. all students. Uh, you mentioned J Cole. What's on? What else is on Coach JD playlist? What you listen to? Nipsey Hustle first. Okay, who Nipsey. your favorite rapper? Nipsey Hustle. Okay. Jay Z. Okay. Nipsey Hustle passed. Well, he got murdered, so obviously he ain't living anymore. But Hov. Hov. Uh, J Cole. Okay. Yeah, I'm one of those rappers. I don't really like the rappers. Uh, the NBA Young Boy and all them. I mean, they cool. They, okay. They cool, but I feel like they all really like talk about the same thing and talk about the issues that 
Like, obviously, they issues, but uh, Nipsey Hussle, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Jay-Z, they look at those issues in a different light, and they mm-hmm. try to spread us to, like, all right, like, not, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, especially for the young black man, mm-hmm. like, we, I feel like all the newer rappers, or not all of them, but majority of them, um, you know, they rap about stuff that a uh, young black man, I don't think, should, should be doing, because, first of all, they're not millionaires. They're not doing it in L.A., you know? Y'all, y'all rapping to them, and telling them to go to do the stuff where... But y'all far removed from exactly, that shit. Yeah, right, yeah, you're yeah. In it. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, what's your expectations for your team headed into the new season? And just for them to stay together. It's, this thing going to be... It's going to be new for, for uh, all of us. So I think if these guys just stay together and uh, really approach it like that and don't look for individual accolades, I think those going to come. But if, if we really just stay together, I think we got a team that can surprise a lot of people. Okay. I mean, um, because the guys that we, I mean, we returned, what, eight seniors from last year's group? Oh, wow. And we won 18 games last year. Okay. We returned eight seniors who played, you know? So that's, that. So, people don't so talk y'all got about experience. That yeah, y'all got experience. We're, 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 we're One high of the most, on experience. Yeah, that's but people good. don't talk about that enough, but they should. They, they talk about how Gianni came and Matt came, and that's great. That's mm-hmm. great, because those two are, you know, good kids, good players. But they don't speak about all these kids came back. We only graduated three kids last year. Mm-hmm. And I think. One play a lot, one play medium, and one kind of was, you know, off and on with injuries and stuff like that. Um, Just kind of thinking about, you know, y'all, y'all new, not not the new, but like as y'all headed into the season, like I, like I'm, I'm letting you know, like Bo and I, we, you know, we are planning to visit some schools during the preseason, you know, do some on-site you know, player, uh, excuse me, team profiles, and y'all are like definitely on our list. So we definitely coming. We bringing the equipment. We're going to do this shit all over again. We're going to interview some of them kids. So we coming. No doubt. And I think that's good for them. And uh, I think the best month uh, to do that is uh, starting in September because, you know, we get to do our open gyms. And when we got our open runs, we invite the college coaches. So um, I think that that environment aspect alone is like, it would be good for the kids to to see and feel like I feel like if you feel good, you look good, you play good. Okay, Dion. Yeah, for okay, real. Okay, Dion. Yeah. All right, got to do that. So. All right, cool. Now, as we winding down, <clears throat> when you played, who was your toughest player to guard in high school and toughest player to guard in college? Toughest player to guard in high school probably was either literally either Chris Colvin or DJ Cooper. Like both of them. Both of them were really good point guards, and I matched up with them more than I matched up with probably anybody in the state. Um, so those two were were always really good. And um, in college, man, we played. I played against Indiana. They had a little Yogi, you know. Yogi. Uh, yes, man, that yeah. dude was strong. He was he athletic. Was he too. was fast. Yeah, he was, he was fast. small. Yeah, yeah, but he was strong, athletic, and fast. Like I remember him getting the land. This Indiana we talking about in the. the Fans are right. it's a packed house. Right. Even though we Chicago State, it's right. like I you like this this thing packed out and man, he was just he he was fast, he was strong, he was athletic and as I'm getting the ball inbound in it, I turn around, he right there at ninety four. So this kid, like he trying to play both sides of the court. Like mm-hmm. you could tell he was trying to go to the league and you could tell that he had a real good chance because gotcha. he, he played in the league for a little bit. Yeah, he did. He did. Um who was barbecue chicken? Who you get buckets to? I want you to name the player and the team. Come on, bro. Come on. Who you get buckets to, bro? All right. 
Any good person do? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you this. My best game at Chicago State. Uh, it's 25, I think the thing said. We played against Toledo. Yeah. At Toledo. Okay. We had a little juice. Juice okay. went to uh, Hillcrest. Juice is good, though. He's like one of the best players that ever played at Toledo. Um, and we, we played him we played him there. And it was actually, if I'm not mistaken, Chicago State's first Division One win on the road. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm talking about I couldn't miss, You bro. was cooking? I don't know what. Okay. The, you I damn it. You hit him with the mic? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't you know, know man. I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. But, you know, that was that was a really good game for me. And uh, I think Juice played well, too. But I just, obviously, we won a game, and I was just hot. And I hit the... Uh, all this on YouTube, actually. I hit the step back. Yeah, for real. If y'all need reference yeah, points, yeah, yeah. motherfuckers. I hit the step back, game winner type. Oh, like, shit, yeah, for real? Oh, yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, I made that. It was probably like. Oh, well, we're going to try to pull that and put that in, yeah. the, in the clip right at yeah. that moment when you just said that. Sure. What about high school? Who who you get buckets to in high school? Uh, I don't remember who was at Rich Central, but Rich Central. Game buckets? Yeah, that, okay. at Rich Central. I think that was my highest high school game I ever had. It was 28 points. Okay. Uh, it was at Rich Central. I don't remember the players they had. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, man. Juan South Hall, Morgan Walker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't get me started, man. Don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> um, name your all-time NBA team. Five starters, one six-man. Five starters. Uh, point guard. I'm going Magic. Okay. Two guard. I'm going Cole. Okay. I'm going Mike. Anybody that don't say Mike from Chicago, I feel like they all got to move out of the state. But go Mike. ahead. I'm going Braun at the four. Okay. When he was with Miami, remember how he yeah, played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. played the four. Uh-huh. And I'm going Shaq at the five. Who you six, man, coming off the bench? Steph Curry. We need shooting. Okay. Man, no shooting and none of that for okay. real. No three-point okay. shooting. All right, so I got AI. I got Kobe. Ours kind of mirror each other. I got AI. I got Kobe. I got Jordan. I got LeBron at the four like you. I got Hakeem at the five, and I got Jamal Crawford as my six, man. Steph Curry gonna serve Jamal when they come off the bench. Stop. Stop, move. Stop, move. And I like Maul, man. No, it's nah, like, he ain't fucking with Curry. Nah, I agree. Nah. I, I agree. Um, all right, so last two questions. Uh, well, more so. Well, yeah, last two questions. All right, so being as though that I'm Muslim, I ask all my guests. Um, in this land, we believe that our children pick us as parents. All right, hearing that, what does that mean to you knowing that your two children, your son and your daughter, picked you as their father and speak to the fact that you picked your parents um, as your mother and father? Like, what does family mean to you? Everything. Uh, I was telling Bo earlier, that's kind of why I left Brazil. Because uh, I was making, you know, like almost four, four, four grand. I was like 4,100, something like that. And uh, a month but I was by myself, man. Like, nobody couldn't see me. I'm putting in all this work. I'm, I'm not well. leaving Brazil for my bro, bro. I'm staying. No, I wasn't for my bro. My daughter was still out. I don't know if I believe for Zay neither. Man, yes, I'm sta- No, I'm, I'm bullshit. I know you will. I'm bullshit. I know you will. I'm bullshit. I know you. I, 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 I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. I, I would. Um, I would think long and hard about that shit, though. No, I think my kids, you know, I think I think they're going to, you know, when they look back on it, when they, you know, as of age, they'll be like, man, my dad, he was grinding, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. He was grinding for us. And like I said earlier, I missed. A lot with my daughter on that grind, but now I'm, 
I'm at a place where I can kind of choose what I do next. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not just, I don't have to take anything. And right, 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 pick, so. right. Okay. All right. Um, lastly, I want you to send a future message to yourself speaking in third person. So, I mean, I don't know if you call yourself JD, Jameer, Cody, whatever you call yourself, but I want you to send yourself a future message. Hey, man, I'm proud of you. Uh, stay resilient. Stay confident. Stay humble. But let keep letting these people feel you. Um, you know, I think you do it the right way, and and all not all aspects, but the aspects that that are important. I think you do it the right way. Um, so stay at it because. It gets greater later, for real. It you definitely gets greater later. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate you coming on, JD, man. Like, um, since I've been in Chicago, I've only met a handful of people, maybe half of the next hand, of uh, people that I that I really respect and I, I really, you know, I really fuck with. And two of them, well, now three of them, I work with one, but two of them are in here. Like, you're one of them. Like, you've always been very supportive. Like, you've always shown love. I appreciate people that just really are just genuine. Like, I'm a genuine person. I can, I can, I can gravitate and grasp on when somebody's being genuine and I'm cool when people not like mm-hmm. it, it, we talked mm-hmm. about it. you just kind of mm-hmm. pivot mm-hmm. like and I'm cool with that like mm-hmm. that's fine and so like every time I've seen you in every platform or every environment like it's been nothing but love so I really want to stress how much I appreciate that that's bro. who I am and you know I don't I don't think I change for anybody or any circumstance I think whenever you see me that's what it is. Be, yeah. Stay stay true to that, brother. No yeah. Doubt. Your Appreciate family, you, your man. friends and, and, and everybody that, that love you, they they I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that they they love you for that. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. you for having me too, man. This was fun, man. Hopefully I get to come back. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But wait, next time we coming to you. Yeah. We, we 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 coming to you next time. All right. Um so quick shout out, shout out to my guy Bo Harris sitting across on the board from AGM Plus, man. you know, I this brother is, is 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 a huge part of what we're doing, and so like this this platform has grown to what it's grown to. But the next level won't be nothing without him. So shout out to you, brother. Um, shout out to my guy Tyree Booker from Numerex. Derek Ellison. Derek is a huge. That's that's my guy. Mm-hmm. If you in basketball and you don't know Derek, I don't care if you fuck with him or not. If you don't know Derek, then you don't know. Mm-hmm. Then you. Chicago basketball ain't, mm-hmm. ain't in your blood for real, for real, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And to my guy Ryan Foran, my partner in the Shot Town Showcase, which is coming up October the 28th at 167 Green. As a matter of fact, bam. We got two kids. We got some kids in there, huh? Oh, you're gonna get one probably. Okay. You're gonna get one, but 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 you can maybe help that. I'll ask you right on the air. <sighs> you trying to coach? When is that? October 28th. It's a Saturday. We could talk about it off here. I don't want to put you on the spot because if you say yeah, I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah, I mean, I understand you will. Uh, I got a spot and I need a coach. We could talk about it. Yeah, we could talk about it. Because I'm at a point right now where I'm like, I, I got you. You got to check I get the, the coach and I get the. I got you. I got you. Oh you got to get the palm pilot and yeah, then you got to make sure that. All right, I understand. Yeah. But anyway, and then lastly, September the 8th, we have in um, the girls' game uh, down at Wintrust Arena, uh, the BBA, um, Bailey Basketball Association. All right, I always put the S on there like I want to drink and shit, but I don't. So, um, yeah, shout out to all you guys and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Appreciate you, JD. No, I appreciate you, man. This is fun. Thanks. Uh,